Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. up it's way up with angela Yee, and i have somebody who i've been wanting to talk to for quite some time i know we keep on discussing it but you were like the time is right now um erica right ford now. is here what's peace, up peace. the time is right now the time is right now and i right. love every time i see you when you say i just got some good news because <laughs> it feels like that happens a lot and you know we met while you you are you still have life camp you created yes. life camp yes. but that's your baby yes. and yes. december 31st i saw you said you're Transitioning, transitioning from running the day-to-day operation. Okay. So I will no longer be the executive director. I will no longer be hiring people. I will no longer be signing time cards. Ooh. I will no longer be like you're supposed to be at work doing this. Like all of that day-to-day stuff, I'm no longer going to be doing that, which is a, an extreme. Like anybody who runs a business <laughs> knows what day-to-day operation is, yeah. and it's a lot. It has taken a toll on me, um, but I put in my time. You know, it's it's 22 years, 23 years. I don't even remember. Which is amazing yes, to have. And and so for people who are listening who maybe don't know Life Camp, right. um, you know, shame on Life. you. But <laughs> can you tell people what Life Camp is yes. and, and the work that you guys have Way done? Way up with Life Camp. Mm-hmm. Um We are a not-for-profit organization based in Jamaica, Queens, but has footprints across the nation, across the world, really. We are one of the leading or the leading um, violence prevention organization in the nation. Um, That's right. I said it. Erica Ford, fact check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anybody who wants to dispute, give me a call. But um, we've worked from the hood to the White House. Um, We've been able to move billions of dollars across the United States to help people start up these businesses to hire formerly incarcerated men and women Mm -hmm. at a very high scale and, um, you know, really reduce violence across the nation and help change and transform a lot of young people's lives in a lot of communities. And when people see you, they love you, (laughs) you know, because peace is definitely something that... um, I, I always see you talking about the weekend where there was no gun violence, yes, no yeah. guns in New York, you yes, know, yes. which is a major feat. With it's a all major of- feat. And imagine, right? Just imagine, like, 
if you had a weekend, you sold a lot of coffee or a lot of juices, right? You're going to look at what happened that weekend. How do we keep it going? Right. Right? This city, right, it doesn't, most places don't do that. They don't invest and keep growing what works, right? We really have to cultivate what works. Although the city is, is doing stuff and, you know, supporting the work, but we have to be scientists. We've right. got to really hone in on what works and expand it and expand it. And in most of the areas in which the CMS sites, there's several sites in each borough. We got True to Life in Staten Island. We got Bragg and um, Release the Grip in the Bronx and several others. We got Save in Harlem. You know, a lot of folks, Operation Hood, Man Up in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and a lot more. Um, we're in Queens, 100 Suits is in Queens. But it's like it's all over five boroughs. And then we're all over the state. Right. Right. We just did a training with uh, a practicum that we did a partnership with the University of Chicago. And so we're mm-hmm. training folks who are starting this work on leadership uh, from around. And so we had 38 folks from 21 different cities training them how to do this work in the real sense. Right. The practicum. And then while we were in the practicum, we found out that our graduation for these um folks are going to be at the White House oh. on February 16th. That's huge. That's huge. Yes, that's right? amazing. These I are love folks that. who have been incarcerated for 20, 30 years, 16 years, you know, and so now to come home and be able to do this work and then on top of it, be able to graduate at the White House, right, where you, none of them. Oh, that's going to be such a surreal moment yes. for so many people and for their families. Yeah, so you coming to celebrate with us. Oh, I would love to. Let me put that on my calendar because I that does sound great. And when people were talking about defund the police, you know, that's something that I feel like was something that you've been right. having those conversations about. I know the messaging for some people got a little lost, right. but it's also allocating money because when you started doing this work, it wasn't like right. there was a budget. Right. Like, here, we're going to give no you money budget. to get an RV so you can right. go around. Right. And, it wasn't right. like that. Right. It took me... 15 years to get that RV and to advocate for that RV. I started doing this work December 12th, 1987. It's going to be 36 years in a week. (laughs) In a week. (laughs) Now that I sit here and realize that. And and in joining the December 12th movement, it, it made me realize that it's something more than myself. We have to dedicate our lives to something more than ourselves. And so there was no violence prevention. There was no CVI. We was marching to the crack house, closing the crack house, you know, and, and really organizing. And, and what motivated me even more to work with the young people was seeing what happened when their parents went to jail, mm-hmm. when their parents were killed in this crack epidemic. And so... You know, I, I started and, and never looked back and never looked back. And even when you talk about like kids and their parents, even for you thinking about, you know, your father and your relationship or lack of being able to have one, you know, with your father, that probably, I mean, definitely impacts how you feel about government, how you feel about war, how you feel about Correct. You know, a lot of different things, even in sometimes in ways that you don't realize at first. No, that's a fact, right? And and this year was a was a true awakening year for me, 2023, because, you know, when I got sick and I don't know what the hell is going on, you just I'm sitting by myself. I'm, I'm you know, I literally had to sit down and rest because I totally depleted my nervous system. Mm-hmm. Right. And in sitting down, I'm looking at my life. I'm looking at my journey and I'm saying, you know, my father 
was in the Vietnam War and died, and and that is inside of me. And then the anger, like right. people say, why are you angry? I'm angry because my father was killed senselessly, and then these kids are still being killed senselessly, right? Mm-hmm. And and we're and people will say we're not in a war in New York City, right? But people who are getting stomped out. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. By the police or, you know, shot down in their hood, they, we're at war. Right. They're trying to survive. They're in flight or fight mode, right? And that brings your nervous system to a space that is unhealthy, right? When you wake up every day in a war zone, that's not healthy. When you wake up and go outside, like, let's go fight. You know, I'm just trying to fight to stay alive to right. be able to make it home. Right. I was watching the news yesterday, and all these folks are talking about the attacks that they had on the, the, the um, 
train, mm-hmm. right? Which I don't take the train anymore, right? right? Because I don't have the capability to like look all over the. I, I like it's you're it's in a, a war lot. zone, and when you're on that train and then doors closed and you're in between stops, you just don't. And you know, it's funny because I really did. I haven't taken the train since the pandemic. But I'm right. I'm like the traffic is so congestion pricing is coming. Yeah, I know. And the trains are really because I was trying to figure out what is this gonna mean because fifteen dollars to be driving in the city on top of any other tolls you might have to pay on top of paying for parking. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to pay though. <laughs> but some people can't like think about people who are like another fifteen dollars on top of everything else I have to pay every day. That's but, a that's and that's the war. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the violence, because why do we have to pay? Right. Why are we living in these conditions where I got to drive 17 miles to get quality food? Right. Right. Our kids, you got to lie about your address to put them in a school in another district. And that's a crime. Right. And you can potentially we've seen people go to jail. But it's not a crime to miseducate me. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not a crime to put me in a special ed class and give me Thorazine and 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 whatever them other drugs that they give the kids during school hours because they uncontrollable. I was in detention as a kid all the time. I was in trouble all the time. They said I talk too much. Obviously, oh, I talk for a living now. You weren't able to cultivate my leadership, my greatness, right? Instead of you cultivating my greatness, you punished my greatness. Made me feel like I was doing something wrong. Right. But I was a leader. Right. And so I used to get beat in school. They used to have me stand with my hands up. Oh, my God. And they used to beat me with a ruler. Had me stand like in Catholic school. It was torture. And so so when I think back. Mm. Right. All of this is part of the trauma that I went through. I was ducking bullets as a teenager. When we go out to parties, we're in shootout. We were in mass shootings and didn't know we were in mass shootings. And then everybody runs and you don't, yeah. I mean, I definitely have been in those situations. We were under cars and everything. And you watching your friends die right there next to you. You know, and all of this had a traumatic impact on my life. But I never stopped to to say, you know, I was in in a mass shooting. You know, I just kept going. Right. We just keep going. And it took you being sick to really sit down and think about all of those things. And, you know, and I know last time I saw you, we were talking about the uh, marijuana licensing because you were one of the first to get a license in New York. But (laughs) that did not mean that battle was over. So can you talk to me about that process? Because and you bought this amazing merch for me, Cushion Kemet. Yes. And what the process has been for you guys to even get to the point where you can open up a dispensary or a lounge or anything. We have been in this process for over a year now, and, and folks were moving. The landlords are racist here in, in New York City. They're racist. Um, we will get to a point where we're getting ready to sign a lease, and then it, oh, we don't want to do cannabis. Right? And so they take us for a three-month process, Mm-mm. and then we don't want to do cannabis. Right? You didn't know that when we first started talking? Right, but we talked for three months. Right. When we signed the LOI, you didn't know that? Now we get ready to, to, we're in the middle of negotiating a lease, and now you want to say you don't want to do cannabis? Right? And then the other one was like, oh, I got a mortgage, and I um, we can't do, like, you didn't know you had a mortgage? <laughs> with, like, you know, and there's so many different things that have happened to us on the road that it's not an accident. Right. right? And then we get into this lawsuit with these MSOs who want to be the dominant force in the city. Plain and simple. They want to be the first ones to go, so they slowed down the process. Mm-hmm. Right. And they waited for now all, you know, licenses is open. Anybody can apply. 
So even being one of those first people to get it, now it's like, what was the... And that was expensive also, the whole process too, because yeah. aside from all of that, right, how much, like... People say, okay, we're going to give these licenses to people who were formerly incarcerated for marijuana. Right, right. And they'll be given some type of press. Um, and the communities that were impacted. So we were yeah. getting equity, right? But it cost every. It, each one of those spaces that we went, we had to do a security plan. We had to get architects. We had to do all of these different designs. We had to, you know, people had to work, right? And so we're paying people, but we there's no money coming in for this, mm-hmm. right? And so, so now... This the beginning of last week. The injunction was finally lifted. The judge signed. All the card licenses are back in place. And actually, 420 today. There's a meeting that allows us to know what the new rules are and everything else, right? Okay. And so we're in the motion now. We are, you know, our, our, we're in the motion to open up and look to open up real soon. But, Do you have a location yet? I'm not going to say we have a because I don't want wanna, no more. Yeah, yeah, let's not just <laughs> Okay, we're right. in the city. That's what I can say. <laughs> we're in the city, um, and mm-hmm. and so we we look forward to opening up so that we can provide equity, mm-hmm. right? So that we can, when we talk about quality food, we'll be able to provide quality food. We'll be able to provide a twenty four hour state of the art center in our community, right? And help other people who are doing this same kind of work mm-hmm. in giving back to what it is. But because we need equity. Right. You know, we can't, you know, and so all of those who are listening, it's the end of the year. If you need a, a foundation to donate to because you didn't spent too much <laughs> or got too much money. Yep. Like I be hearing, I be hearing Fat Joe talk about all that money he made. Lifecampinc.com <laughs> backslash donate, Joe. Like, you know, we Who's need. Who's going to be running day to day at Life Camp? So there's two young ladies. Okay. Um, they're going to be the co-executive directors. You know, I'm not saying that I'm not you know, powerful yeah, that I had to get yeah. two or three people to replace me. But, but that's, you know, you started it, you created it, you founded it, and it was a lot of work for you uh, to be able to do that. But now, hopefully, you know, yeah. funding, yes. a budget. And, we went from yeah. $5,000 to uh, a $5 million budget. So you should right? definitely hire two co-executives. <laughs> and, and, but $5 million is not a lot. Of, it's not enough. Right. It's not. It's not. Because when you look at, trying to give somebody a decent salary mm-hmm. right and then provide we pay our kids to participate in program because we know young people need to be paid mm-hmm. want to be paid right and so they're in our work program right and then all of the other programs that you have and then space right rent for space just like the police have a fleet we need a fleet so Events. that we can respond event like so all of these things cost money and a lot of people be like yo i represent the streets yo i'm about the streets i represent but the streets is, is, is need help. Mm-hmm. The streets is crying for help, right? And so how do we put the money, the Boys and Girls Club, the YMCA, them, they ain't helping the kids that we help, right? And so we really need people to to support our work, to, to give back to Life Camp, to volunteer for Life Camp, and, and continue that work and support, um, which is why we partnered with Paper Planes. Yep. Right? Um, I saw you with Lauren London. It was her birthday, too. I got on my guys- Lauren her London Protect Your Peace outfit right From now Puma. okay we like it you that's know? cute i love that i think she's amazing she like is amazing. just the way that she's always been um because i do know lauren london personally too even you know before nipsey but even seeing how she keeps his legacy alive yes, yes. but just her as a human being she's yes. never thirsty for attention no you know she does what she does minds no. her business happy to see her out there working too and yes, back you yes know, and yesterday was her, her birthday so hopefully mm-hmm. she had a wonderful happy birthday, birthday. lauren and yes. so yeah so talk about um the the 
the partnership you have with Plain, Paper Planes? So we partner, they have a slogan, greatness is a process. And, and we have a slogan, peace is a lifestyle. And we wanted to bring those two entities together to help transform young people's minds. Um, when you look at Emory, who came out and, and, you know, helped a lot of formerly incarcerated men as well and women learn from him mm-hmm. and, and see him and his what he did for Plains um, and how it is now grow to the, and the same thing we want to do with people on the question of peace as a lifestyle because in order to really have greatness you got to have peace in your life you can't be when you talk about lauren london right it's to protect your peace like yeah. she is serious about protecting her peace and that's how we want most people to be and that's why we want them to join the the movement you can there's very few uh crowns left uh given one of the last to Angela Yee right now <laughs> she gonna but it's it's we're gonna have more merch come out together we're gonna continue to do um, events and push the the two missions right mm-hmm. because the mission it took 11 years to get to the sale the NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year get 30% off all leak proof apparel from the number one leak proof brand in North America including period underwear swimwear activewear and more Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is more important than the actual material. The material supports the work. And, you know, the different ways that we can connect to organizations or entities or corporations to build a message and to bring where young people go to show because young people don't like to be part of something that's not cool. Right. Of right? course not. Listen, no one does. Right. <laughs> right. Even though even though we're all dead Nick fans, but um, they keep losing, you know, we still support the Knicks, right? Yeah. The and and the Nets. You know, I love my Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Are they, but they winning though, ain't they? Yeah, they both they, are yeah, winning now. Yeah. Represent New York City. Yeah. So, I always have higher hopes for us, but, you know, yes. maybe this year is a year. But, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but, now nah, we just really want people to support Life Camp. We want them to join and, and help us build this to a whole nother level. And that's why we're going, you know, national working with folks, training. That's what I'm going to be doing a lot of now. Okay. Training, and especially training women in this work. and Because I know as a black woman doing this work, I was constantly you know, all of the above. And so I want to give some of the stuff that I learned to other women who are stepping into this field. Mm. See, and so I want to discuss also because, you know, obviously you work closely with the White House and I'm sure that's had a lot of ups and downs for you too. And people talk about politics so much right now as we're getting ready to see what's going to happen. You know, certain things are very scary to me when we look at... um, who's in the White House, but also local government, we know matters a lot, and you work a lot with local politicians. And so what would you say to people now who are listening when it comes to people don't trust politicians, people have issues with the whole voting process, people also need to know how can I change policy because you guys have been able to get policies changed. I saw recently they introduced something about, um, you know, not putting people in confinement, solitary confinement, yes. you know, and a lot of things are a long process yes, yes, to get yes, done yes, and change yes, does yes. not happen overnight yes. at all and when even, it comes to government. You're absolutely correct. And the White House just opened a White House Office of Violence Prevention, which is something that we've been working on for a very long time. And I would say stay with it, right? Because what else are you going to do, mm-hmm. right? When we talk about the judges, people talk about they don't want their people to go to judge, to jail, but we vote the DAs in, but we're not voting, right? And so if you don't like the DA, vote, yeah. and, right? And you can also make your run. voice be heard you could to run. people around you. You, could, you yeah. can run. You can tell somebody else to run. You can yeah. advocate for somebody who's running that you would support. And, and, and if you're not in the process, you're standing on the outside watching the process, and it's impacting your life either way. And so why not be an active participant in your life, right? And so I, I don't believe that voting is the, the, the end all and the be all to what we have to do, but it is a part of the process and you have to participate in the process. I think that it is important for us to vote and vote the right people because if we voted, we could change elections. Mm-hmm. We and could, we have. Yes, yes, and we have. Mm-hmm. You know, in, and in most communities, because all politics are local, most communities, 500 people could change the, the the way the vote swings. Yeah. Right? And so, and most of the people from 18 to 44 are not active voters, right? And so, I remember when I first started doing this work, a politician said to me, you know, if it wasn't for you, Erica, we wouldn't be doing nothing with those folks because they don't vote. 
They don't support our. They don't financially support us. There's we don't owe them nothing because right, they're right. not. They, we don't even have an interaction. There's no. They don't even exist to so us. So your issues aren't an issue to us correct. because it don't matter. Yeah, correct, correct. So we have to be an active participant. So I would I would urge people to get their children involved in voting to educate them about who are the politicians. I would urge parents to come out to their children's school mm-hmm. and let their voices be heard, even if you're calling or you're FaceTiming somebody, but be active because these people are controlling your life and your children's life, you know, and, and just as we're on a note, you have to be active in your child's life. You got to know who and what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> yes. You have to make fake pages on social media. Because they have too much access now to, you don't have any idea. You And it's dangerous. Right. People are being killed from social media. Right. People are being raped from social media. People are being kidnapped from social media. You have to protect your children. And the only way you could do that is being an active participant in their life. You know, and that means checking their room. If you paying the phone bill, <laughs> check they phone. You can't, like it's like uh, like Teray is in here. She's um, <laughs> I've known her since she was very young. Her mom used to always have her out, and she would be places doing. Have you ever interviewed Erica Ford? Actually, I have not, but I have Mars. Yeah. Uh-huh, okay, so you Mars, but her mom is very active in making sure. Like when I met her, she probably was like fourteen. Yeah, 14 sure years old. Is. And, you know, now in college and, oh, and sure doing is. the thing and amazing. And so she's up here just kind of like soaking in the knowledge. Yes, but yes. she's very active. But to see how active her mom was in yes. making sure she was there and, get, and getting yes. things done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that's inspira- That's an inspiration. You, you, if, if you're not active in your child's life, somebody else is going to be active mm-hmm. in your child's life. And you have to. You have to. I've, you know, I've, I've heard parents say, like, I don't want to get them mad, or they didn't want me to do that. But I would rather them be mad at me and alive than me standing over a casket mm-hmm. and talking about what I shoulda or woulda or coulda did. You know. You know, and I think about how many things you must have seen in almost forty years of the work that you've been doing. When you talked about being sick and thinking about like the trauma that you have, but the things that you've witnessed, yeah. that has to be really heavy also. Yeah. I, I've I've definitely witnessed a lot. It's it's definitely heavy. And it's it's still it's not getting light. Right. Which is the sad part, right? When you look back, I've been watching some of them old movies and you look back at us as as black folks in America we were always sharp. We were controlled our community. We controlled the economy in our community. And now we've switched three, you know, and so we, we, they make us believe that we don't have the power to control ourselves. Right. And, and I think that if we slow down and work together and stay focused on what is important, which is your children. And then as a, as a community, we can resolve a lot of the issues, you know, because when you, when you look at things that are in other people's community, it is because they stand up together right. and don't let it happen mm-hmm. in their community. And so we need to follow suit. How many people have tried to make you run for office? Ah, everybody, a lot. Every, yeah. Right. And I did it once. <laughs> I did it once. I fell victim. And then the, that was when the... Um, I fell victim. But, you know, at the same time, that could that yeah, nah, be something... Nah. So, so... You know, I'm saying we should vote, right? right? right. And other people should run. <laughs> but don't get me twisted. That is a game. That is right. a, like, uh, you know, that's a whole nother conversation at another time. But they, 
you know, what power do you really have, mm-hmm. right? Right. And then you're so indebted to the people who got you in office. Um, listen, Hill Harper's running, right? Yes, and, I believe in Hill Harper. In, in Michigan. But the stuff that he's going through, yeah. and he's like, I had this conversation, I wasn't going to say anything. It's like shocking. Yo, Angela. I've seen more shit in politics than I did on the streets. Wow. I believe it. People, when I ran for office, people's lives were threatened. Their funding was taken away. One lady, they they harassed her so much, she had a heart attack and died. Oh, my God. Right? I've seen what has happened in politics. Politics is a dirty game. It is a dirty game. And some people feel like they can get in there and clean it up, and they don't know. It is... No, they get in there and get, get <laughs> you know, I remember one lady said, the more good I did, the more blackballed I got. Right, right. Right, and that's, and, and you know, I've been blackballed a whole lot, <laughs> you know, but I stayed focused on the mission, right? And that's these young people. Right. That's these young, that's our future, right? And so we owe it to our children. It is our inherent right to live free of violence. It is our inherent right to live free of all of these human rights violations. And the only way we could do it is by being an active participant. So if you don't know how to do that, join Life Camp, you know, volunteer, lifecampinc.com, donate, or join an organization near you. There's a lot of organizations that are really active in doing this work all over the nation. Right. So, like, if you don't know one, hit us up. We'll direct you to one in your local organization. But you got to do something. Right. Well, I'm excited to partner on some things. Yes. You know, coming up, I, I have some brainstorming ideas already. But that's important to me also. And so I just wanted to make sure that we had you up here. Lifecamp.org. Lifecampinc.com. Lifecampinc.com. Okay, lifecampinc.com. Yeah. Let's make sure everybody goes on there and donates. Yeah. And like you said, it is the end of the year. People need yes. those. Tax, <laughs> I'd tax rather write-offs. give my money here. Exactly. Okay, to lifecampinc.com. Than the IRS, because it's going somewhere. It's going somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> so, so why right. not let it do some great things? Exactly, exactly. Man. And 36 years... I don't think that I need to prove that I'm doing not taking people money. Like, it's never been about money for me. Never. If I, it was about money, I would be working someplace else. I've never heard anybody say anything negative about you. Right. Like, from all the people that I've seen you um, working with, and you've touched a lot of lives. And you've managed to bring in a lot of people who may otherwise have not participated. Correct. You Correct. Know, so- That's the people I work with, the people that don't nobody else want to work. Because we can't throw our kids away. Yeah, absolutely you know. not. And, all right, so um, we're going to be watching also for uh, Cushion Chemic because that's important too. Very. You know, the cannabis company, the cannabis industry. It's billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. And and we're all, not the ones making those money. Those and billions. also the fact that it was something that was criminalized for so long. And now we look at people talking about the health benefits of it and the medicinal part of it. and. But, when, but let's not overthink. When you say criminalized, that means people went to jail. Yeah, people went to jail. People died. People's families was disrupted. And so where's the real equity, yeah. right? Where's the real equity? And I need New York State to work harder to give folks equity for this this business that is supposed to give equity to communities. Um, and thing. And shout out to Chris Alexander, who is the head of OCM. He's He's in there bobbing and weaving and punching back and, and fighting to maintain. But it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. It's a lot of work. It's true. And when you have a criminal record, there's so many things that you can't do or so many things that are harder to accomplish. Correct. In in many different ways when it comes to housing, when it comes to work, right. even getting your real estate license or getting licensed in many things. And those are all the people who are making the money. Right. They're the ones who are still getting paid 
because the real estate, the lawyers, the accountants, <laughs> the bankers, the yeah. right, they're all getting paid through this. The contractors, yeah, it's all big, you know. And it's the, the, do we go to politics again? <laughs> well, you know what? We've seen some things happening. I saw the announcement about next year as far as people's records, right? The, yes. That um, what? What was the new the law? Clean slate. The clean slate. Yes. Clean slate acts. Shout out to um, my girl Sheena Mead. Uh, she heads up Clean State, but people's records will be in, expunged. And, and New York State has had, you know, good expunging stuff and, and good laws. and that. But we got to keep keep going. But it does yeah. show you, like I said, it's slow, but things can happen. Yes. But people do have to actively participate yes. and push for those yes. things and know what yes. you're asking for. Yes. You know, yes. as well. And don't settle for less. Exactly. Well, Erica, for always a pleasure talking to you. And Likewise. I cannot wait. Um for us to figure out some more things that we could do yes. and for good news because every yes. time I see you, what I love is when you're like, we just got some good news today yeah. or we have some good news on the way. So yes. that yes. attitude is definitely protecting your peace and we yes. got to protect you also. Thank you. <laughs> All right, it's Way Up with Angela Yee, Erica Ford. Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 